This is the Aligned Dad podcast. Hello, hello, wherever you are in the world. Uh, good evening, Prashant. How are you? Welcome back to Aligned Dad podcast. How are you? I am doing fine, Scott. And good evening, good morning, good afternoon to you wherever you are in the world. Right now, uh, it's good afternoon for me here in India. And Scott, it's what good, good evening, evening for me. What? Yeah, it's it's Fantastic. ten past eight in the in the evening. So we're back. We're here for episode seven, I believe. Yep. Episode seven. It's just rolling yes. by. It just keeps rolling by quickly, uh, which is great. Lovely. And I've got a couple of topics. I reckon. Should we just get straight into it? Yes. Why yes. Not? Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. So my my topic for today is for this episode is basically it's a little bit of a serious one, looking at for alternative ways to care for your child when they get sick. So I've had a couple of, and and I'm sure you've had many experiences too, Prashant, and, we, and we'll hear shortly. But yeah, recently, uh, like I reckon, in the last six months, I've had. A couple of like uh, a, a couple of experiences, let's say. Um, so, Violet got pretty sick with um, bronchiolitis, like a virus and that kind of stuff, and so respiratory issues and this kind of thing, right? And it, it was kind of like the second time that it happened to her, and so mm. the first time was actually down. I was visiting my mum, who lives about six months, uh, six months, about six hours away from me, which is south on the coast from me here and yeah she she got really sick um in winter and just you know had real a a real problem with breathing and coughing and choking and this kind of stuff you know and so we basically took her to the hospital and it was late at night and so there was a few um yeah a few doctors around and that kind of stuff and we we got seen straight away which was great and it calmed us down but yeah, Violet was still, she was struggling breathing and coughing and this kind of stuff, right? So we, um, yeah, we got seen by the doctor and whatnot. And they, they basically kind of said, with, without ever knowing her, her history, they said that she's got asthma, right? But previously before hmm. they said that, they did mention that they don't usually diagnose children under the age of six with asthma. Right. So they call it like a virus-induced weeds because she had a big... They're listening to her chest and that kind of stuff, and she had like a wheezy kind of cough, and so they're a little right. bit concerned with that. And but they, yeah, immediately for me, I kind of just thought, nah, she hasn't got asthma, you know. And so I could have been put on the back foot and gone, <laughs> shit, you know, like my daughter's got asthma. Oh my god, and get into this spiral of fear. And this this was pre, you know, TCP and that kind of stuff, but. Right. Yeah, it, it just kind of, I don't know, something in me was like, nah, this this is not right, you know, like she's never had this before and because she's sick and she's got a virus, th- this has got to have something to do with it, you know. So anyway, we 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 took the doctor's advice and, and we had to we had to take home like a puffer, like Ventolin and that kind of stuff and to give it to her, we had to put this thing over her face and she absolutely hated it. And so that's another hmm. thing, trying to give you your, your kids medicine and, and all this kind of stuff, you know. And so we ended up getting through this with like, you know, cartoons and that kind of stuff and and she would get hmm. a reward if she, if she did this sort of thing for us because it was kind of like something we had to do. So that was one, right. one scene. And then another time she got it again, say about six months later. 
and you know at our local gp we went down and we saw the gp and we saw three different gps in the same place and they all had a different opinion and they all mm. prescribed different medication for her and you know i kind of spoke and said hey look you know we've got varying opinions going on here you know and really? so yeah it just i don't know it, and in no way am I bashing the the healthcare system in Australia. It's it's, it's really good where we are, um, and you know they do what the, the GPs do what they do, and the a lot of time that they have, you know. And, and I'm I'm definitely not not bagging that at all. But you know what is important to me, what comes first to me, is my daughter and and her safety. So it basically has led me mm. on a path of going, okay, like what are alternative ways for caring for my child when she gets sick? So. Yeah, I don't know if, if you've got any, if you want to add to this story right now, uh, Prashant, and I'd love to hear if you've got any experiences about this. But yeah, what, what has been your experience? First of all, I am um, I can really feel for your daughter going through this at such a young age, though she will not, uh, she will not be able to express it uh, yeah. as well as we do because again our interpretation is much mm. more beyond than what she is going through uh, so uh, I definitely uh, feel for Violet and I feel mm. for uh, you Scott you and your wife um, it is it is tough it is confusing and uh, the only um, the only thing that we should refrain from uh, doing during this phase is acting out of despair, acting out of desperation for a positive outcome instantly. Because we don't want a child to suffer any longer. So what is that, what is that tablet? What is that medication? What is that uh, drop? What is, uh, what is that um, physiotherapy session that you can give what is what is that you can do right now that she feels less of pain and seeing her going through less of pain ensures that we uh, are much more calmer and we can take mm -hmm. decisions in a non-emotional way um, it is it is tough Scott so before I get into my thing I would I would love to uh, hear how you tackled it and uh, how far have you come with why yeah yeah cool thanks Rashant. yeah it, what you said there too on um, yeah feeling their pain is like if, if we can if we can ease their pain it eases our pain too right, right. so yeah and, and the more it happens the more you you can see the signs so when it first happens you're like shit you <laughs> know like there's a bit of panic right because, you know, first child, never seen this before. What do we do? You know, child's struggling to breathe. And, yeah, like you said, it, it's inside. You Inside you you can maybe feel the pain. Well, you can't maybe feel it, but you're panicking right inside. Right. But you're trying to bring keep this, this face of, like, calmness, mm. you know. So, yeah, look, we, we basically we, – we took the doctor's advice. Um, we ended up giving her Ventolin – um, and so we, we do trust the doctor and we did look up and do our own research. Mm. Um, and so it was basically, you know, this, this virus induced wheeze, um, that, that was the main cause of the problem. So it wasn't, it wasn't this sort of asthma thing. So it didn't, for me, it didn't really, it didn't go beyond 
like what what it was, right. if that makes sense. Right. So for me, it was kind of like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of doctors and a lot of things that I was reading online were about the fact that the kids grow out of this. And it's more about, you know, their their respiratory tracks are so small mm. and, they're, and, they're, and they're quite weak at this stage of life. So it's just any inflammation closes that airway. Right. And so, yeah, it's it's kind of just it's just like you said, riding it, getting through this 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 hard time, and you know the the doctors have prescribed antibiotics for this and that, and said, oh look, you know that she's got a bit of an earache, she's got this, she's got that, and we saw another doctor, and the doctor was kind of like, oh, I, I like we took her home, and I didn't give her the antibiotics. I said I'm not giving her the antibiotics, and we mm. took it to another doctor, and they said she hasn't got an earache, she's got tonsillitis. Mm. And it's viral tonsillitis, and it's it's like ear, nose, and throat, so it's affecting the whole area there. Yep. So she's like, "Look, there's nothing you can do about it. She's just got to ride it out. <laughs> Antibiotics aren't going to work on a virus. Right. So, you know, and and again, it's it's kind of like, man, it's 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 confusing. So, I guess it's kind of yeah, you just got to look for the signs. And we basically just gave her Ventolin when whenever she. Um, whenever the wheeze was around and when she sort of struggled with breathing, mm. we gave her the Ventolin and sort of tapered it off throughout the next, the, the, the following days until she got better. And then, yeah, we just, we just sort of nursed her back to health basically with good food, um, you know, soups and all this kind of stuff, you know, bone broths and all this kind of stuff too. So, and yeah, it sort of led me on the path of looking for like a, a pediatrician to, yeah, to basically, mm. Look for an alternative. So, um, Scott, in all of this, did you did uh, you end up uh, taking any blame on yourself? Did you and your wife uh, take blame on yourself, thinking that okay, you know that meal that I gave her the other day or that incident that happened might have triggered this? I should have been more careful. Did you go through any of this uh, turbulence? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, there, there was things that were like we're trying to find, we're trying to find like the root cause right, of things, you right. know, like searching through a bedroom, and you know, we, we it was winter, we had the air conditioning mm. on, and then we also had like a um, a dehumidifier mm. or like a vaporizer right. in the room too, and we're like, oh man, was that the cause, or was the aircon the cause, or you know what, like, try, and you know, you're trying to trace things back, and you, you can't know it's like too yep. far gone. So yeah, look, I, I didn't beat myself up about it, but it, it sort of, it left, it look, it left an impression. Mm. And, and, and now next time I, I've, I've gone through that process. So next time I'm, I'm armed, right. You know, each time, because yeah, Violet's fairly active, right. She's been to the hospital a right. few times for lots of bumps and bruises and things that have gone wrong. Right. And so, each time we just delay that process. Right. No, I've seen that before. I can see what's going on here. And then, you know, even going back to the doctor, we delayed it by like four or five days, mm. you know. And so, yeah, it, 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 each time you're like, oh, no, no, I can see what's going on here right. and let's just ride it out for a little right. bit longer and see right. what happens, you know. So, yeah. The, uh, the only reason why I asked you that, Scott, is because this, the same uh, uh, thing that – uh, uh, you know, a Violet went through. Uh, my daughter Adir also went through uh, the same. Um, 
I think so, Scott. You're you're blurring out. I think so. The topic is so intense that yeah, my that is blurring. I know. Yeah, the camera can't <laughs> handle it. Oh, <laughs> uh, something going on with the autofocus here. Yeah, you you just want to set it back. Let's see what's going on because it's like an auto. It's an autofocus uh, okay. thing here. Let me have a look. Okay. Yeah, got there it better, go. right? Awesome. So, um, so Scott, the only reason why I asked you uh, this is because my daughter also went uh, through the same uh, tonsillitis, and uh, it was uh, it was devastating for her. It was even more devastating for us to see her go mm-hmm. through the same because um, I don't know whether your daughter had the same symptoms uh, or uh, uh, the same uh, kind of suffering that my daughter went through. My daughter literally turned uh, uh, her face turned black. She had uh, her skin mm-hmm. uh, roughed up, and uh, we could see scales of her skin falling off. You know, and I got scared. I could not believe what I'm seeing. I Man. didn't know uh, what this was. I could not understand what tonsillitis uh, uh, is and why did it happen exactly because uh, we are very careful about what uh, we have been uh, feeding her. Uh, very early, she uh, started showing um, allergies to milk, cow milk, and we stopped that. um we replaced it with almond milk um so we have been taking care but the only thing that she was in close attachment uh, with was ice creams and uh, back here at home me <laughs> my dad uh, my wife uh, everyone loves ice creams so that was something that went unmonitored so the reason why i asked you sometime back did you beat yourself up um uh, when something like this happened to her so our obvious basic understanding of tonsillitis is okay she had something cold so did i give her something cold oh freak i gave her that extra scoop of ice cream that she asked for <laughs> and why did i do that and uh, <laughs> and it goes on and on and in today's times uh um searching for answers on the internet is also so crazy because you search for uh, mm, uh, simple is. things like common cold or uh, swelling in the chin the first thing you will get is words like cancer uh, you have got this disease and that freaks you out oh, no. even more and then then you're like okay what is what what do i do yeah. who's 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 the family friend uh, who we have who has got another friend who's who's a doctor and we can take a second opinion it was it was hell of a ride uh, <laughs> uh scott and uh, during this time uh, we didn't know uh, we didn't know how to react uh, we didn't know what to uh, uh, do um we took her to the emergency uh, unit and uh, once we were there um, this was for something else uh, a gastric issue that she had because of overeating uh she had like large portions of meal again which was unmonitored by me and my wife um so she had large por- portions because of which she had gastric trouble and uh, because of that uh, she became uneasy we had to take her to the uh, emergency unit and uh, when we went to the emergency unit uh, she is the only one there 
and uh, the doctors are all junior doctors and uh, you know they are freshers who are interning basically just like one or two months into their you know their internship so they just follow yeah, the simple yeah. protocol that they've studied in the textbooks you know yeah. they just make a light on oh please uh, yeah. make a light on here they'll put the oximeter and they'll put something and when your child is lying there with uh, the heart meter or whatever that is called with the pulse going on i say why am i seeing this yeah because back here in india yeah. uh, that particular shot of someone lying on the hospital bed and that oximeter whatever going the heartbeat meter is like the most melodramatic scene you'll see in every film in india every mm-hmm. tv serial you know it's really? like is <laughs> it is it is like the cult of human imagine. human existence and i said i don't want to see this i don't want to see this uh but my daughter was so yeah. chilled out this is another thing that i would like to uh, tell before i get on to what is the alternative i found out so my daughter was so chilled out uh maybe this what i'm sharing right now can be a topic for some other day my daughter's mm. state of awareness was through the roof she was yeah. next level super aware and she was so kind and she was so gentle she was full of gratitude she was full of love which otherwise comes through lot of hurdles that she creates for herself <laughs> you know only if yeah, you give me yeah. only if you give me that one extra hour to watch tv i will tell i will love i love you and i'll go to sleep only if you give me that <laughs> so it's all yes. conditional but at that yeah. point yeah. yeah it's not that she was thinking that she's very critical or she's in a very bad state it's just that i think so when you're ill when your body uh, goes through the beginning of a, a healing process uh, because illness is mm. the beginning of a healing process uh, that comes in uh, your state of awareness is super high and if you would have seen it happens with us also we end up seeing so mm. many uh, warm and grateful things to our spouses or to our loved ones that which otherwise we would not say it very easily so seeing that sure. my heart melted even more uh, and i said that i'm going to mm. uh, make a promise to myself my wife and my daughter adira saying that i'm going to be more aware of what i am feeding you where i'm taking you uh, what environment i'm putting you through um and from then started on uh we taking like big measures uh especially with food it all boils down to food what goes into her tummy is what causes most of the misery that she faces um sure. so we we cut down uh, almost 90% of uh uh gluten based foods there's no wheat based products that we give her there's no white flour based products which is like all these breads and all those things which causes a lot of uneasiness mm-hmm. um but mm. um funnily enough that is one of her favorite foods anything that's bready anything that's flurry she Mal-tune. loves it donuts breads and this and mm. that and pizzas and but um, yeah. at home we have completely cut it off uh that's it there are times where we open up a small gateway of fun for her uh, you know on some random <laughs> weekends or some random day we say that okay uh, adra you have done well today so shall we have a pizza and then it's like a scream that is almost of like 20 25 seconds of length you know ooh yeah it's 
this this, the this, this is my day and it's yeah. <laughs> and they they just go on this beautiful um, beautiful beautiful uh, ride emotionally and then you hmm. wonder like are you too overprotective are you trying to like are you trying to steal away the fun from her life by trying to protect her life <laughs> so called you know so so it's it's conflicting uh, but i think so again like yeah. how we have discussed in the previous episode scott it is more like balancing between the two and keeping mm. on altering you know it's like a uh, it's uh, the famous uh, phrase what is used in software is also and even in artists also use it it's a work in progress it's never over it's never complete yeah yeah, yeah. what do you yeah, think scott yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's perfect, hey. And I mean, it kind of sounds like Adara is, is sort of, you know, in, in that hospital setting, she's just gone back to her natural yep. state. Yep. Yeah, that, that's who yep. she is as a human yep. being, you know, super aware, just super gratif- like, grateful and just, yeah, it, it's just a beautiful a beautiful yep. thing that, that kids can tap into, you know. It's amazing. And while it's the same, like we were actually at the um, – we were in the emergency room two only two weeks ago because we were just down, um, down at the lo- like we've got a creek that runs past our house, right. and so we take the dog down there and he goes for a right. swim, and so me, Charlotte, and and our dog and Violet have gone down for a swim and we're throwing sticks in, and so there was a little ledge that Violet sort of walked in, and she's gone to grab a stick to throw for our dog. And she's leaned too far ahead <laughs> and she's just fallen straight on a rock right on Crazy. her head and just like split her head like this and blood is pouring down. It's like a horror scene and she's screaming <laughs> and running and grab her, pick her up, off we go, you know. And, and again, we're like, oh, do we go to the hospital or not? We're checking out, checking out her cut, see how deep it is, you know, does this need stitches, all this sort of stuff, you know. Anyway, we end up going to the to the hospital and they didn't put any stitches right. but they they had this sort of band plastered it up brings yep. the yep. skin together plastered it up kind of thing yeah and and i've got a whole load of aloe vera in the backyard so chop some of that up and i'm rubbing that on her and just to try and you know um get the healing right. done better and and that kind of segues on to where um where i wanted to go as well but um yeah it, like in, in in way in finding alternative ways it's kind of what Violet getting sick has led me on the path to finding medicinal herbs to grow in my house, right. in my backyard. Right. And so in time for, to keep her healthy and to keep us all healthy in, in a preventative way as well as in when it happens, I've, I've been growing all these, you know, medicinal herbs and that kind of stuff. So I've got like aloe vera and we've got yarrow, and we've got, you know, um, rosemary and we've got thyme and all this kind of stuff, you know. So, yeah, that, that, that's another way where I'm, I'm definitely looking at um, helping in, in the health of the Ooh. family, you know, to, to keep things going. And, like, th- there's things that, you know, this, like, for instance, the shiaro um, plant. Mm. I'd, I'd never even heard of it before okay. I got it. And so I'm looking it up and it's, like, perfect for healing wounds, right? Because they use it. Apparently, they used to use it like with soldiers when they oh. get wounded. They'd rub this on, and it helped stop bleeding and right. all this kind of stuff. You know, so there's all these amazing things that we have in our backyard. Sometimes, you know, um, so that's definitely led me mm. down that path for sure. Nee, absolutely, Scott. Uh, yeah, please. And and after you. 
Yeah, no, no, go. I was, I was going to say you, you were, you were wanting me to elaborate right. on what you said before. Did I elaborate? No, on absolutely. I, uh, I don't know if see, I touched um, on it. I, I take the opposite approach of what uh, uh, you have taken. Where, uh, or maybe it's, it's connected. I don't know. Uh, what I've learned is, Scott. Uh, see, I'm in the music business. Uh, we have to mix audio tracks, and we we have got like multiple audio tracks mm-hmm. when we work on. You know, like there's a bass guitar, there's piano, and you know, sometimes when I score my movie scenes, there are almost around uh, 200 tracks that we work on in a couple of scenes. Uh, the string section, the drums, and whatnot. There is a golden mixing rule when you have to mix all of this to make it mm-hmm. audibly clear. and the mixing rule is to make your audio clear without going with the urge of adding on fancy plugins to reduce the noise to reduce the volume you first cut the unwanted elements from that mix mm-hmm. that you have when you will cut the unwanted elements from it your audio becomes clear and that resolves 90% of the audio mixing issue so in the same way i have figured out this same method to be applied in all aspects mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. rather than trying to find the ultimate solution for x what is it that i can cut down in my life that will not lead me to the problem mm-hmm. of x mm-hmm. or reduce the pace at which it is leading to the problem x and uh, that is my mantra here beautiful at, uh, <laughs> yeah, at beautiful <laughs> and uh, yeah uh, so so that's that you know and uh, ultimately uh, where we are leading in terms of uh, conscious living mm-hmm. all over the world um uh, i think so so many options are there uh, for natural healing and um uh, you know uh, medical instruments that are not so called certified medical but are actually medical instruments which are non intrusive which are uh, non damaging uh, both mm. to your pockets as well as uh, to your uh, uh, physical body um i think so options mm. are going to be many but then our choice is uh, do we have to notch ourselves that hard to put ourselves on the front line to you know to fall sick to get that disease to get this natural treatment done yeah. for us so uh, i think so i would like to end it by uh, saying that um, you know again it's 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 a very borderline uh, play that we are uh, mm-hmm. treading on to um, uh, we have to be the good cop bad cop for our uh, uh, children and learn mm-hmm. as we go um and uh, of course find uh, unique ways uh, to address first our interpretation our anxiety our stress levels of our daughters going through yeah. um uh, medical emergencies uh, or uh, medical situations that are undetectable mm. initially um uh, the you know it's 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 a gamble it's a gamble and we we have to learn from our mistakes over and over again so now one thing is for sure both in your house and in my house uh, i think so we would have taken a oath or we would have made it a point that never again a tonsillitis attack will happen to violet and to us that's for sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we try try and limit it try and extract it like yes. you said you know for yes. sure yes yes yeah and i, I think you know it's 
it's it's made a little bit more difficult to when when right. a child can't speak. You know, before they're before they're stringing sentences together because it's literally it's literally like you got to look for visual signs. You got to you right. got to use all your senses to try and figure out what the mm. hell is going on, right? And so, first point of call too for me is, is like, right, when in doubt, seek medical advice. You know, and so I'm not saying let's let's just do away right. with one part of it. Like you said before, it's a balance. Right. It's a balancing act of, okay, look. This is above my pay grade. I'm going to go f- see somebody who who whose pay grade it is, right? Get some advice and then make right. decisions from there to go to move forward for in, right. in the safety of our children. Absolutely, Scott. Perfect. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, perspectives, amazing balance of uh, things uh, uh, that we got. Uh, to mm. learn in this episode i think so this episode can branch out into many multiple episodes uh, yes. where uh, with our uh, journey uh, post mm. tcp where we have learned that there is a different world to heal and cure yourself um, yes. i think so as uh, our daughters grow and as we grow in knowledge and wisdom uh, we can cover these topics in many uh, micro uh, episodes i hope uh, you the listener wherever you are from you got uh, something to learn from today's uh, episode and uh, scott super thank you for bringing such a intense topic and i hope uh, we uh, both scott and me did uh, our fair bit to share what we went through uh, scott yeah no i i hope that the the people can resonate with what we're saying and then listening to this episode they're like oh shit yeah i've been through that as well or maybe <laughs> haven't been through that listen to the episode and then when something pops up they can say well, i remember what scott and prashant said straight away you know and then they can they can get in there before things go awry yeah no definitely this is uh, yeah this is something for people to hopefully take away and take to heart so yeah thank you so much prashant appreciate it Yes, thank you, Scott, and thank you for joining us for today's episode. We will catch you on the next episode soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you loved what you heard. please do leave us a review in your favorite podcasting app scott or do you thanks for being here on this journey of discovery with myself and prashant we're so looking forward to sharing our experiences with love and laughter of raising a daughter with you to hopefully lend a helping hand in your times of need this is the aligned dad podcast <laughs>